Hello everyone, John from Terra Health Coaching. I am so excited to announce this week's podcast. It is a, it is a hot topic out there. It is Ozempic, it is Wegovy, it is weight loss. It is this new drug formulation that is taking TikTok by storm. It's taking the news by storm, 60 minutes and everything else. What is going on? We got a, we got a specialist here. I've been, I've been trying to get him on for a couple months. I've known him for a few years. We always exchange messages, but Dr. Garth Davis a lifestyle medicine advocate, an obesity specialist, a bariatric surgeon, a published author. You can find him on social media, breaking down the evidence-based research on both sides, both sides. So he's in a very unique position to educate us today. Now, I didn't come in as a huge fan of Ozempic, Wagovi, GLP-1s. It looks like the new, the new quick fix that America is always searching for, and it's gonna create the same roller coasters that we always get with weight loss. But Listen to what Dr. Garth Davis talks about in terms of educating us on how it fits in with lifestyle medicine, how it fits in with the mental piece of this world that we live in. So please listen in. Uh, I hope you enjoy it. He educated me. He's going to educate you. And please come back with feedback. This is such a hot topic today in America, in America and, um, and the health of our nation. Thank you so much and enjoy. Our healthcare system doesn't support lifestyle change as a method to heal. And that's why we started Terra, to shift healthcare towards a preventative model by supporting healthcare professionals who want to implement behavior change into their practice, but may not have the resources to do so. We believe that lifestyle change should be everyone's first step to getting healthy. But most healthcare professionals don't have enough time to educate and keep their patients accountable on a daily basis. Tara has over 50 health coaches with various backgrounds and specialties to align with your patient's needs. Not only do we save you time and make you money, but truly improve your patient outcomes. It is easy for your patients to get started. Have them schedule a free breakthrough call with us to find the right coach and program. Their coach will take them through a lifestyle assessment, weekly coaching calls, and daily habit tracking. Schedule a time with us today to see how we can support your practice. I wanna read off five things for you and see what, see what your thought is sure. on Sure, okay, sounds good, let's, let's do it. Um, so five quick topics, which again, this is just absolutely crazy. Uh, TikTok. Ozempic, her hashtag Ozempic, 700 million views. Hashtag Ozempic for weight loss, 250 million views. Uh, Calibrate, which is a digital health company that prescribes GLP-1s, $100 million raise last year. I was confused at the time. Now I'm not so confused anymore about how, how they did that. Uh, Sequence, purchased by Weight Watchers recently, a telehealth, uh, telehealth provider that also issues t or, uh, prescribes GLP-1s with some health coaching purchased by Weight Watchers. And I saw an interesting quote at one of the, I think a financial analyst that covers Weight Watchers that said, did Weight Watchers just put itself out of business by purchasing sequence, like the vice versa of it. Maybe that's the answer instead of lifestyle change and changing nutrition, which is, which is an interesting, interesting statement. Um, I went to a business coalition event, um, all the employers in my area, and the, <clears throat> and the topic was how to handle obesity in the workplace. It was sponsored by Novo Nordisk. It was how to, how, to cover the, how to cover the cost. And lastly, Jimmy Kimmel used Ozempic in his opening monologue at the Oscars, joking about how many of the celebrities were on it prior to the event. So, Dr. Davis, what is going on? Yeah, what's going on? Um, and today's supposed to be a surgery day for me, doing weight loss surgery, and I don't have any surgery today. Uh, we may have put ourselves out of business a bit. Um, 
Uh, what's going on is we've we've found a cure for a real problem, uh, and it's a real cure, and it really works. Um, there are caveats to that. Um, th this does not have to be a lifestyle versus uh, versus a medicine type argument. They kind of go together. I, I think what you got to understand first of all, you look at the human body, the human anatomy, the human physiology. We are built to withstand fasting. We were developed, evolved hundreds of thousands of years ago in feast or famine. We've got a big, gigantic stomach. I know this because I cut them out a lot. That big, gigantic stomach is made for feast or famine situations so that when there was food around, because there wasn't always food around, you eat a lot of it. The stomach has a lot of capacity. That stomach secretes a hormone called ghrelin that feeds back to your brain that's telling you, feed me, feed me, feed me. You put that in an environment, you know, where we spend our dollars on junk food, where, you know, the government says, you know, if you look at what the, the, the recommendations are from the government as to what we eat, whether it's in Canada or America, they're pretty decent recommendations, a quarter of the plate from fruit, a quarter of the plate from vegetables, um, a quarter of the plate from starch. These are great suggestions. Now, when you look at where the government spends money on food, that isn't what you get, right? They're spending all their money on meat, dairy, eggs, and ultra-processed foods. And so it's very cheap to get foods that are very bad for you. Now, you take that abundance of bad food, you take uh, this environment where we hardly have to move uh, because everything is brought right to us on video cameras and everything, and you put that together with our genetics, which is a feast or famine type model, and you get serious obesity. So we obviously this has been getting worse and worse over the years. It's, our genes haven't been changing, but our genes have made us susceptible to the changing environment that the food brings us. What these medications do is they work on a certain hormonal pathway in the human body, uh, GLP-1 specifically, which is a hormone that's secreted by the, by the latter part of our intestine. It's there, it's, it's part of this phenomenon called the ileal break. The ileal break, the ileal break is kind of like, you know how you go and you eat a meal and you keep eating and you're hungry and you're hungry and then pretty soon you're like, oh my God, I ate too much. That's the ileal break. The ileal break is kind of putting an end to the eating, and that is GLP-1 mediated. And that's when that food gets to that part of the intestine. The GLP-1 is secreted, and it, it, it makes you stop eating. By giving people that GLP-1, that goes to the brain and makes you not hungry, and it slows your stomach emptying. And what does that does is it basically changes. So there's this phenomenon. Because if you take someone who's overweight and you put them in a functional MRI machine and you show them food, their brain lights up like crazy. Like if I took a guinea person and I did this MRI on them, their brain would be like, meh, to, you know, a cheeseburger. But to an overweight person, it would be like, oh, my God, I want that cheeseburger. What this medication does is allow them to not have that, oh, my God, I need that cheeseburger. And when they're a in that situation where they're not that hungry, they then can make better choices. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely.
Um, so then, okay, so I heard you say before a cure, a, a potential cure to, to the problem here. But there was, there was a study that I saw, a slide that showed 2.4 milligrams over 120 weeks. And at 69 weeks, you're at about 18% body weight loss. And then at 120 weeks, you're at 6% body weight loss after you're off. After you're right? off. That was like yeah, kind correct. of the, after you're off, after you're off, after you're off. So kind of, you know, in the, in the employer world, there was a lot of questions from the brokers that they raised their hands when I was at that event that said, okay, so how long, how long do they need to be on this? Cause that's a significant, you know, is it on for, is it forever? Is it for six months? Is it for a year? What's the question being a lifestyle medicine advocate, right? Of we work with some DPC docs some primary care docs that prescribe this and then nothing else. What's your take on that as a potential cure or a combination lifestyle medicine with Ozempic, the new, the new hot one out there, or, um, or, or kind of lifestyle medicine versus Ozempic, as a lot of people say, is everyone wants the quick fix. What's your kind of thought on, on, on when you come off the drug, you get yeah. it right back. Okay, so if you ever do a study of lifestyle medicine versus Ozempic, lifestyle medicine is gonna lose. All right, mm -hmm. I don't, it does it just, I, I, I want lifestyle medicine to win. Uh, that is my interest is that lifestyle medicine wins. It, it won't win. Uh, I've been doing this too long. If someone is hungry, if someone's being driven by, you gotta understand when you lose weight, we've, we've just touched on some of the hormonal effects. When you lose weight and you yeah. lose fat, fat secretes a hormone called leptin. When the leptin levels start mm -hmm. to drop, your brain is going to read that as, oh my God, back to this ancient days, oh, the leptin levels dropping. This sure. person is starving. I'm going to make them eat and I'm going to slow their metabolism. I've seen so many studies now. Uh, and you got to understand in the in the, the you got to give the companies Nova Nordisk and, and the other companies uh, like Lilly that are coming up with these drug uh, uh, formulations of doing the testing. They are doing very elaborate uh, testing. Um, you know, they're um, Stage three testing is just, it's out of this world. It's very good. And there's a control group and the control group is doing lifestyle type changes. Uh, and they're not getting anywhere close to the weight loss that um, Ozempic is getting. We've seen this in many surgery mm -hmm. uh, studies like the Stampede trial where there was a you know lifestyle group versus a surgery group. Lifestyle group didn't even come close to the surgery group, not not in the same realm. Right. It's, not, it, it's almost laughable, the descent. The, the, and the problem is if we're gonna live in an environment Yes, if we trapped someone in a hospital and left them in a hospital and we fed them and they didn't have to make any choices, ah, lifestyle would do great, obviously. Uh, you know, right. But that's not the situation our patients live in. They live in a situation where there's a McDonald's on every corner, where they are faced with feeding a family uh, on a limited budget where they can get a big you know, chicken for the uh, fried chicken for everybody for nothing. So we have to understand that lifestyle medicine won't work by itself. Now, the question remains, can Ozempic or Wagovia or Majorum or these, uh, right. can that create a situation where you break away from the habits and learn lifestyle changes that, that could then be used long-term? Now that's what I'm hoping yeah. that I could do with I'm hoping that in my program, I could put people on it, teach them a way to stimulate GLP-1 in their body 
without actually taking the medicine, which you could do through foods, which we could talk about, uh, and learn other mechanisms. It's hard for me to teach someone how to eat healthy when they're starving. It's easier for me to teach them yeah. how to eat healthy when they're not starving so that as we wean off the medication, maybe they could then use these true lifestyle methods aimed at taking care of hunger. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I was gonna, I was gonna say when you when you said you're gonna when they're not hungry, right? Teach them these things when they're not hungry. I was, I sometimes use when talking to docs is we're not against that at all because it gives them the confidence that they're actually seeing weight loss. You know, there, there's a be- huge behavioral factor in there and just the confidence level and what's attainable. That if they are seeing weight loss, they are going to be jumping into all sorts of new stuff to make this happen whatever it's coming from. So if you can combo those two together and find that right match, I think you, I think that's, I'm, I'm right right there with you on that. Yeah, I mean, that seems to me to what we should be aiming for. And, and in fact, the interesting thing with this GLP-1 that a lot of insurance companies are starting to clue in on is these patients with their weight loss, their blood pressure gets better, their diabetes gets better. And so oh, yes. this medication may replace other medications in the future, and it may be they're on one medication. Uh, I don't know what the future is going to be. And, you know, we're still pretty early into this. I, I mean, look, the, the meds are not new. Uh, I, there's a lot of this thought that mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're new. They're not new. They've been around since the early 2000s for diabetes. Um, and uh, we're just now using them for other indications. But, I mean, you got to start thinking, what are the long-term scenarios? Are we going to – and, you know, people are looking at this. What about muscle mass loss? Uh, what about risk of thyroid mm-hmm. cancer? Uh, what about the risk of pancreatitis? I mean, there are real risks, uh, but the benefits certainly seem to be outweighing the risks right now. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, I was going to ask you about, you know, the, the other one, another thing on that's going on social media is the Ozempic face as one of the negative things that's going against that. What is that I mean, that's about? not, it's not the Ozempic face. It's the weight loss face. If you take someone who's morbidly obese with a yeah. lot of fat, yeah. we see it with weight loss surgery too and uh, you lose a tremendous amount of fat, you're going to lose fat in your fat pads. And uh, if you're an older person, especially because it's natural as we age to lose fat in different parts of the the face. If you go look at my face from 20 years ago, you know, this is for, you know, it's more of a baby face. And so um, that's all that is. That's Mm -hmm. not anything specific to Ozempic. Uh, It's kind of a really made up term. It's, It's what happens when you lose weight. Got it. Got it. And then, um, other concerns I've heard or read about are eating disorders and how it kind of messes up with the actual mechanical functions uh, of kind of when you're hungry, what foods, does it turn off foods? Or are there any certain foods, like you said before, you said there are some certain foods that can trigger the GLP-1s or, or vice versa. Is there anything in terms of that that's real? Uh, um, oh, so there's kind of two different questions there. Will GLP-1s trigger uh, eating disorder? I don't think so. Uh, I, I don't think they, mm-hmm. I think it, we're getting a little bit disordered. I mean, I got people asking for this medication that have no business needing this medication. And as you right. alluded to, Jimmy Kimmel making fun of, uh, you know, Hollywood's using it. I mean, yeah. the, people yeah. are using this all over the place. Um, it's interesting. It's such an interesting drug. I mean, people take a shot of this and you got to see their reaction. It's like, oh my God, this is what normal feels like. They're just like, oh my God, I don't have this like dying need to like constantly think about food. It's like a relief. They're very, but 
and and so they're almost it's not an addiction in that your body can't live without it but it's like they're addicted to this feeling of what they consider is normal it really is probably not normal it's probably normal to want to eat you know genes are yeah. keep us eating yeah. but to them it's this feeling of oh my god this, my whole life that's been a monkey on my back with eating and that goes away is there a way of replicating that with food and there is i mean we know you could stimulate that ileal break several ways um one way is early delivery or early delivery late deliveries remember this is the distal part of the small intestine that secretes this hormone if we yeah. could get fats yeah. to that distal part of the small intestine to stimulate the GLP-1 before they get absorbed, the way to do that is kind of interesting. So it turns out that dark green vegetables, chlorophyll-filled vegetables, things like spinach, they have an effect on an enzyme called lipase, which breaks down fat. And they stop the lipase from working. So if you have a, a like, let's say you eat an avocado spinach salad, the spinach blocks the lipase effect. The avocado is then able to get to the lower intestine better, and it stimulates the GLP-1. The other thing that works really well is resistant starch. Uh, resistant starch are starches that have been cooked and then cooled. Um, you could buy resistant potato starch. You can uh, buy green bananas. There's now powders of powdered green bananas and powdered potato starch. And there's a fiber also called inulin. Now, what resistant starch and inulin do, they don't specifically stimulate GLP-1. What they do is they help you grow the right bowel bacteria that then secretes a, a fatty acid that then stimulates the GLP-1, uh, a short-chain fatty acid, procreate that stimulates yep. it. Now, you will find that Eating a plant-based diet increases GLP-1, believe it or not. And you'll find that people that really adopt, I mean, look at the broad study. Do you know the broad study? So in yeah, the broad study, sure. they took a group of people, put them on a plant-based diet. In six months, they had excellent weight loss. They went back to see them at a year, and a lot of them were still doing the diet, even though the study was over. Now, why is that? Because they weren't hungry. And why are they not hungry? Because they've now built the right bacteria that is then secreting GLP-1, or at least that's my theory. And then the other thing, of course, with plant-based diets is you're eating food that stretches your stomach to stimulate your vagus nerve, which is another right. feed into the hypothalamus about hunger, but you're right. doing that without a lot of calories. So yeah, to me, a real true plant-based diet, I mean, I don't like when, you know, in the literature, vegans tend to weigh less and uh, in studies that compare a vegan diet to other diets, you tend to lose more weight, but it's not a tremendous, the absolute change is not that tremendous, but that's because people aren't yeah. really on a good plant-based diet. It's like a junk food. You look at the fiber in these studies and mm -hmm. like the, the Oxford vegan study, the fiber was like 20 grams or, or 25 grams. That's nothing. <laughs> you know, I want my patients right. eating 40 not. to 45 grams of fiber a day. You're eating that much fiber a day. Right you're getting the same effect as, as a, maybe not quite the same effect, but you're getting a similar effect as the Ozempic. The problem is this is hard to get people to do that. Uh, I've been struggling to get people to do that for 20, 25 years. Uh, it just, it's just hard to do. Yeah. Uh, in the wonderful world of yeah. America, man. And you're down in Texas, you're down in Texas too. So it's, uh, <laughs> just, that's, that doesn't happen. Yeah. It doesn't happen. It's an yeah. absolute struggle. Uh, you know, I wish I could say, Look, if everybody ate the way I ate, we wouldn't need to do GLP-1.
but I, I also can't put myself in yeah. someone else's shoes. I, I've never, I've been overweight. I've never been morbidly obese. It's just not in my genes. So it's hard mm -hmm. for me to say, oh, just eat the way I eat because I don't feel the way they feel. So I started off not right, as hungry right. as they were. And so I'm able to make these changes and I've been educated and, and uh, thankfully in, in a socioeconomic class where I could afford you know, to go to a Whole Foods and get these, you know, foods. And so I, I can't compare myself to my patients. Uh, and in my patient's situation, when they're sitting across from me, uh, I'm, I tell them, you know, I want oatmeal and berries for breakfast. I, I, I show them the plate method with a quarter of the plate legroom and a quarter mm -hmm. of the plate uh, complex starch and half the plate vegetables. We go over blue zone diets. <laughs> but then I look at their diet log three weeks later, it's nothing like that. Uh, and there's multiple yeah. reasons like that, but I put them on the shot and all of a sudden they're eating like that. Uh, and, yeah. and so, uh, right now I'm, you know, really trying to use a combination of the two. Yeah, no, that's, that's, that's perfect. And exactly what we're shooting for with a lot of our primary care docs and, and educating them on that has how useful that can be. I'm glad, I'm glad you brought this up. And it was funny when you said, um, uh, like being obese, you've never been obese. I, I haven't been obese. But when we work with a lot of our lifestyle medicine patients or our, 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 our referrals that come to us from docs, a lot of the weight loss candidates, the ones that are looking for weight loss kind of on the cover, once we peel back the layers of the onion, there's a lot more there. But when they would just want weight loss, they end up gravitating towards our coaches that have been obese or overweight in the past and have gotten themselves right just because they, they gravitate, gravitate towards them on, on just the health coaching aspect. They felt that feeling before. They, 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 it, it's a, it's a nice back and forth because they've been there and back. So, um, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's good you, to hear that. You may be tapping into the, the okay. true missing entity in what I'm doing in that I see my patients once a month, if even, and we know that the more frequently you see the patient, the easier it is to stick to these lifestyle changes. I mean, I see a patient right. for 30 minutes. Uh, I just, there's just no way I'm going to be able to get through now, you know, you start talking about a lifestyle program where you're getting frequent contact and have a coach that's constantly yeah. coaching you around. We might see, you know, when you look at these studies, like I told you that if you compare lifestyle to Ozempic, they don't compare, but the lifestyle studies aren't nearly as intensive as what you guys are doing. Uh, and so maybe yeah. if we had a more intensive lifestyle group, we would have better, uh, changes um yeah yeah i threw it on i threw it on linkedin uh, a couple weeks ago if anyone was out there that would want to do a parallel study that uh is ozempic plus lifestyle medicine and just ozempic and then you know at a certain point you turn it around and you see if the if the longevity longevity of the true lifestyle medicine coaching is that much of an impact and you don't see that much of a weight gain back so we'll see if i can get that going at some yeah, point yeah that would be a good study it needs to be a long-term study uh you know, I'm so done. Yeah, yeah. I'm so done being interested in people losing weight in the, you know, in the next month or two months. I want to know what people weigh five years from now. That to me is the answer. Yeah. And um, unfortunately, you know, we just don't see good weight loss. I mean, uh, the Ozempic trial is three years. Uh, what's it going to be at five? We don't know. I mean, we know with weight loss surgery what's going on. And uh, yeah. So we got to see how Ozempic does compared to that long-term lifestyle changes. We just don't have any long-term studies. The best we have is yeah. to look at cultures uh, like the Seventh-day Adventists, yeah. et cetera, that have, you know, uh, 
lived a certain way for many years and just extrapolate from there. Yeah, yeah. All right, no, this was this was great. There was a there was a lot of good stuff in here. Number one, educated everyone that's going to watch this on on the the details of Ozempic and weight loss coming from an expert. So thank you for that. And also, I think we came up to you know Ozempic being a huge help out there for those that are struggling and and, and partnering it up with some lifestyle medicine could could really change sure. in people's lives. All right, Dr. Davis, thanks so much. Glad we uh, finally got this done. It's, yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to thanks, it. Man. Thank you, everyone, for listening in to on, on that unbelievable conversation with Dr. Garth Davis. Now, he taught me a lot. And hopefully, he taught you a lot. I came into it more negative on these GLP-1 drugs for weight loss, but there's a lot of negative light being thrown at them um, in, the, in, the, in the media and whatnot, but there's a lot of positive things as well because the near-term results are so profound. Now we need to marry them up the right way with the lifestyle medicine coaching support to get the longevity piece to stick. America doesn't need another yo-yo diet, uh, another quick fix. So if you're listening and you're intrigued, reach out, happy to chat or connect you with Dr. Davis. And let's come up with a way, if you are a practitioner or if you're an employer and, and, and these are being requested of you, are they covered by your, by your benefits package? Or if you're a practitioner, patients are asking you for them. Let's, let's, let's talk about it. Let's figure it out. And if, and if Tara can help and our coaches can help bundle a package together with the lifestyle medicine is a core piece of the therapy, a core piece of the therapy, then that will help them build offensive, healthier lifestyle habits going forward on top of the weight loss. So then that weight loss sticks and more metabolic improvements happen. So thank you again. Hope you learned a lot. I certainly did. And we'll talk to you soon. You can connect with us through the link in the description or at terrahealthcoaching.com by clicking get started. Reach out to us so we can strategize on how to implement lifestyle medicine into your world.